Hello everyone, this is Jeff Rose from Leading Education and welcome to our second part of a two-part series where we are talking about connecting schools to faith-based organizations, which is often underutilized strategy but an incredible things for kids when done really well. Now today we are talking with Amira Joe, who is the Intersect Director at North Point Church here in Fulton County. Now, last week in episode one, we talked with Kevin Palau from the West Coast, but in many ways, who was national and international. And feel free to jump right into this podcast, but I also invite you to go back and listen to my conversation with, with Kevin first, as I'm sure you will enjoy hearing the overall flow of the discussion. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Leading Education Podcast. I am Jeff Rose, and today is an exciting day. We have uh, a topic that we're going to be diving into, one that I know I'm extremely passionate about, have actually a fairly significant amount of experience with, but more importantly, I'm, I'm talking with people who are truly making a difference as it relates to the, the overall topic. I don't mean to know be building this up as though I'm going to surprise you because um, the overall discussion I'm having which is really a two-part series is how schools partner with faith faith-based institutions so whether that is a church or a synagogue etc how that happens and I have learned over time uh, my many years in education that the the challenge sometimes is this separation of church and state, which is uh, legitimate and is important for us to understand as well as embrace. In the meantime, I also think there is an opportunity and a series of opportunities that sometimes that law causes fear and therefore helps or promotes us to shy away from sometimes delving into a really critical resource right at our fingertips as it relates to supporting and loving our kids. And that is other caring and talented adults who also want to serve and love our kids based upon the many, many needs they bring to us every single day. And the reason uh, I think this discussion is important is to one, talk about what is currently happening and shine a light on some of the work that does truly influence and impact kids because there are some places, by places I mean school districts, sometimes schools individually, as well as faith-based organizations, churches willing to do this. Um, There is a line, separation of church and state. And in the meantime, I'm not promoting that we cross it. I am promoting that you can walk up to it. You can shake someone's hand over that line. And I have seen and witnessed over the past decade incredible work happening that really is about galvanizing people aligned to the needs of students that would not have happened if a school and a faith-based organization or group 
weren't willing to take a risk, come together, have the discussion around how to do it in the right way, and then be willing to dip your toe in. And uh, there are countless examples, and we're going to be talking about some of those examples um, today and over the next two podcasts. So today I have with me uh, Amira Joe, and Amira is from Milwaukee. Yes. Am I right? Yes, Milwaukee. Right. Now, do you, you've been here for a while because I think that, let me see, you were from Milwaukee, but you moved here in 1992. I did. Right? So does I that, did. Does I'm that aging myself. <laughs> yeah, does it make you local? Are you local? Yeah, I'm local. Okay. For sure. All right. So Amira's been here longer than, longer than I, but she comes from Wisconsin. She had a, a background and education in marketing. She worked as a strategic alliance manager for SpectraLink Corporation. Uh, for some time and really around that overall marketing, correct? Right, right. Um, and um, Amira now lives in Alpharetta, Georgia. Um, she's married to Wayne. They have three kids, uh, 21-year-old, that's your stepson, right? And, that's right, Jordan. Uh, 12 and 10, right? Yes, so, yes. right, Madison and Avery. That's right. Right. So um, as one who has two kids in schools, I think that that 10 and 12 range, that, that distance apart are very similar to distance of my kids. So I probably know what your house looks like. Right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Maybe yours is cleaner than mine. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, and so, you know, currently you work as uh, in, at North Point Community Church as the, the Intersect Director. That's right. That's right. Intersect is our community outreach arm of the church. So we are very involved in developing relationships with nonprofits in the area and intersecting them with our church. Yeah. So now, how long, you've been with North Point for? For 11 years. Okay. Yeah. So have you always had that title at North No, Point? no. I was, I came in after being a stay-at-home mom for a while. Um, you know, I started part-time at the church just because I wanted something to do besides stay at home. Sure. And um, it just, my temperament needed to go to work. Got it. And so I worked part-time as a guest services coordinator in our Wombaland, our children's ministry, for um, a number of years. And then I transitioned over to Intersect about four years ago. Okay. Now, how has, in the last four years, how have you seen your just job change? I mean, obviously all jobs come with a job description. Right. But that sometimes describes and sometimes doesn't what you actually do. So have you seen any sort of changes over the years? Definitely. Um, changes for, for different reasons. One is because this role was mainly a part-time position prior to me taking this job. And so we really weren't able to do nearly as much as we're doing now in the community. Okay. And so now that it's a full-time position, I've been able to develop more relationships, um, and which includes schools as well, and do more in the community. I and see. so that's been awesome. So, you know, this, this conversation around partnerships between um, schools um, and, you know, faith-based entities, churches, etc., um, North Point is, is kind of knee or waist deep in this, in this work, right? Yeah. So this um, concept is not new, or even if it is new, um, North Point's very engaged, Yes, right. we are. We are. You know, we actually started um, probably a decade ago with our Buckhead campus. Um, they have a relationship with a Atlanta public school, and that has been a relationship that we've seen as a church uh, look at and see it flourish. And um, at North Point, we're fairly, I would say we're still kind of new, you know, in developing and uh, fostering our relationships with schools. But we've been able to do some really, really cool and unique things with our relationships here um, in this particular community. 
and um, you know, for for us for schools, I mean, it's just a it's sort of a natural relationship, if you if you may. And uh, you know, we have a number of nonprofits, but you know, when we were looking at schools, we really you know thought about our kids and our future. You know, those children are our future, and, and to have a part in that, to impact them. Um, in any way positive. I mean, we wanted to be a part of that for sure. So um, I'm talking with you. I'm also talking with um, Kevin Palau on the West Coast. So the one thing I want our listeners to know is this is this is about kind of highlighting some impressive work that happens to demonstrate what is possible almost anywhere. Yeah. If, you know, if, if the right you know, with, with the, the right heart for the work or the right understanding on yeah. what it is and what it is not, if right, that makes sense. Right. Um, so let me ask you, in, in terms of um, this evolution, you know, you said we're still kind of young in it with the partnership. Where do, you, where do you see it heading? And maybe it's important to describe what is North Point doing now? Mm-hmm. And then where do you see that heading in the future? Yeah, yeah. So what we're doing now, um, and, and I have to mention even just kind of how we started. Um, you know, we started uh, really about four years ago, our particular campus. And I basically really made a list of all of the schools in the area and had meetings with them and tried to determine who was interested in meeting me and at that line to shake my hand, as you kind of put it, Jeff. And there were a few schools that said, yes, we would be willing to engage with you. And so we started out very small uh, with a couple of schools and um, every school is different. Every community within the school is different. So it's been, you know, um, in their own unique way, you know, talking with them, developing the relationship, getting used to their leadership and um, understanding what we could do as a faith-based organization to partner with them. And it looks very different from school to school. But, you know, over these years, we've been able to do some really cool things. Uh, We've been able to go into the school and do volunteer opportunities and paint their walls, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, build an outdoor classroom. Um, redecorate their student lounges and make the teachers really happy and <laughs> do pay- yeah. teacher appreciation days. Uh, we've been able to fund some actual positions within the schools. Um, you know, they needed a math teacher. We were able to provide that. Uh, we have a mentoring program and um, a couple of the schools now. And uh, that's been really unique um, partnership where our mentors go in every month and they have an assigned student that they basically spend time with and love on and follow a curriculum that's set for them and um, you know build that student up so it's been awesome to see the evolution of our partnership so let's let's talk about the the mentorship as an example for a second because um one point i try to make and i i've already said it i'm going to state it over and over again uh from the school district perspective so say as a public educator, a public educational leader, yes. my thought was always, if we're engaging, we are not engaging relative to the concept of integrating a particular philosophy or faith. Right. We're tapping into a people resource in our community right. who wants to support our kids. Right. So it doesn't always have to look like some of the impressive projects that you mentioned, which sometimes, you know, resources are needed, mm-hmm. right? So that's fantastic that North Point has been able to help with that. But in the meantime, a resource is sometimes a person. Yes. So like, give us a little more examples of, you know, that mentorship and what that looks like, because that, 
that's not so much of a, a financial resource. That's right. just so people, people and time, etc. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, we at North Point, we believe that, you know, as believers in Christ, that, you know, we want to love our community and love one another and love thy neighbor, which is the greatest commandment of all. And what that looks like for us is that we have these mentors who we train and we talk to and they go through, you know, the background checks and fingerprinting and all of that. But we also tell them like, hey, this is a public school environment. And for you to go into that environment and be effective, to really be a light um, in this world is to go in there and share and show love to each student. And it's not going to be bring your Bible, walk them through, you know, becoming a Christian and things like that. That's not what we're asking or tasking them to do. It's really to be present to be a person that student can depend upon, um, be an extra adult that loves them and cares for them and is all about and for them. And you know, to to you know, for the listeners too, it's it's not so much um, you know what the goal is. It's it's what you can and can't do. And I've learned that as long as there's clarity on what that line is. Yeah. Um, and as long as there's understanding, often in writing and in training, that incredible things can happen um, as long as we abide by those things. And when we struggle, we're willing to talk about those, yeah. right? And yeah. course correct and change. And, you know, exactly. um, we do make mistakes and so <laughs> forth. But it is very possible to still abide by what we know is the law relative to, you know, separation of church and state and still, to your point, love our kids That's based right. upon their needs. That's right. And we've had actually even some parents like are a little unsure, like what is this church coming into the school? Like what are they about? What are they doing? And so some parents even want to meet their mentor before their student gets started with them for the school year. And that has a, a, actually worked out great. And as a result, we have some really great relationships that have been built, not only with the student, but also with the parents. And that's been cool to see evolve as well. So let's, let's go into that. So I'm curious if there would have, what sort of maybe barriers or misconceptions um, to churches working with public schools have you seen from your end? And then, of course, how have you navigated those or how have those been overcome? Yeah, well, you know, it's been, it's been, I have to say, even myself, I wasn't even sure how this relationship would look. I wasn't sure what type of reception I would receive when going into the schools. And um, when I got a, a nod and when I got a yes, I was like excited. But it's really a partnership. It's a little bit of a dance. You know, it's like, hey, what do you need and where can we come and meet that need? And really responding to that in a positive way. And one of the key things has been for us is really starting slowly. Um, because of the uncertainty mm -hmm. and, you know, the school is uncertain, we're uncertain, we're getting to know one another. It's really starting slow and letting the partnership evolve. And that way you're getting to know the school and the school is getting to know you to really understand what your mission is all about. Are you really trying to backside and do a Bible study or are you really here to serve our students? And once they have that buy-in, once they are reassured that you're really there to walk alongside them and support them, then the barriers slowly start to come down. Right. They slowly. Right, right. Yeah. And so you you mentioned this this has been even just this kind of step by step evolution so yeah. far, right? Yeah. What would you what would you predict is on the horizon for, you know, whether that be North Point working with schools or maybe even other other churches? faith-based institutions in our area working with schools? What would you imagine? Well, I mean, I do hope, um, you know, currently North Point, we work with about four schools right now. So we have a, a really good relationship with about four schools and maybe we can do more in the future. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not really sure at this point, 
But I think for us, we have a model of going deep and wide. And that's our model that we use for our nonprofit organizations as well. When we walk alongside of a nonprofit, when we walk alongside of a school, we want to go deep and wide within that environment. And that means we are not in there for the short term. We're in there for the long term. And so that means we want to see the relationships between mentor and students evolve over, you know, four or five years. We want to be there and support you however that needs. If you need school supplies, if you need whatever your need is, we want to meet that need. Um, during our relationship or during our time together. And, you know, as far as what our future looks like, I hope it will look like being a model in our community so other faith-based organizations can possibly come alongside other schools and partner with them as well. Okay, so let's, let's talk about that model idea. Yeah. Um, because I, I do think even from, uh, from the school perspective, we constantly are looking for um, these really shiny examples of what is possible when done in a particular way. Mm-hmm. What, whatever that is about, whether it's you know reading instruction, whether it's a particular assessment program, et cetera, we're constantly trying to learn from our counterparts, right? Whether it be school to school or district to district. Yeah. So as we kind of expand this conversation a little bit, what what message, you know, might might you have or North Point have as it relates to you know, other churches throughout our country being able to work with schools, what what would you want them to know? I would want um, other faith-based organizations to know that this is like, basically, the, I mean, the, the, these are folks in our community, these are folks in your community at local schools where you can be a light, where you can make a difference. And I think it's, a, it's an audience that um, is pretty easy to, to be present for. And if you can come alongside your local schools and make uh, a move towards them, they will probably eventually make a move towards you as well. Right. Now, you mentioned in terms of, um, so I've had some experiences where um, there's been really, really quality intention of a particular church with uh, a really incredible idea. Okay. Um, They bring the idea to the school or to the district. Right. And um, often they don't get the kind of response they would hope, sometimes even no response. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Um, and often it's because they brought the idea. Okay. Right? As opposed to, you know, the, the administration or leadership at the school being able to meet with the community leaders to say, yeah, but what are our needs? Exactly. And let's generate the program or the supports based upon that as opposed to maybe a church saying, I've got this program. Yes. Right. So I don't know if you see any of that. I've actually experienced a little bit of that. You know, it's, um, it's been great, but you know, the good thing about it is that when we align ourselves with a school, we have the posture of that. This is a partnership and with the partnership is going to be a yes and no on both sides. You may ask for something that I can't do. And we may ask to do something within your school that you will not allow us to do. And that's okay. And we can move forward because we're really there to serve you. Mm -hmm. And if you tell me this is what your need is, that's the need I'm going to try to fulfill. And that's really our model for nonprofits and schools. So let's talk about then how does that partnership, that level of discourse, Mm -hmm. um, how does that start? Where have you seen, what's the entry point into creating that level and clarity and understanding? It starts really small, Jeff. You know, it starts first 
created a relationship with the leaders, with the decision makers in a school, um, and building that relationship and getting their buy-in. And once you have that, like I said before, you really start small. Like, you know, right now we're starting a new relationship with a school here, a local school. And it's the first kind of thing we're doing with this school. And we're really just trying to be relational. We, you know, let's go out to lunch. Let's get to know one another. It really starts there. So you can understand what my motives are, understand who I am and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And then build on that, understand what the community, who are you serving? What does the community of students look like? What are their needs? What are you struggling with? And once you understand that, you try to figure out like, where can I come in? What can I possibly do? And some faith-based organizations may not be able to come in at a level that North Point does, but you can come in and maybe do a little something. Come and read to the kids you know, every week or every so often. Um, be available that way. Um, do a special drive for school supplies. You know, There's unique things you can do to kind of meet the need in learning that community and meeting their need where they right. are. Yeah. So. Let's talk a little bit about the the fear that sometimes is out there because yeah. I have I have learned over the years that there is a, a natural fear and I know exactly how and um, why yeah um, administrators or school leaders uh, feel it and yeah. so when they are afraid of engaging in this kind of conversation with a church or a faith-based entity, um, really, it, it, it obviously is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's about giving kind of permission. Have you noticed any sort of fear on the church side as it relates to people actually being able to work with schools and sometimes a misunderstanding of, oh, we're not allowed to do that? I have not. Okay. I haven't noticed any. Um, most of the churches that I've come in contact with, they are interested in. Some don't know the steps to take to make it happen. And so it's been kind of cool to kind of guide them a little bit. Right. But um, I haven't, you know, worked with any churches that said, hey, we're afraid. We're not really sure what this looks like or if we actually can have a healthy relationship with a school. So not so much. Not so much. Well, that's, that's it's interesting to hear. I think that it's important for our listeners to understand if, if sometimes there are churches that do actually want to help. Schools sometimes have a hard time opening their doors up to that. Yeah. Not because they don't want help, not because they don't want uh, talented, caring adults sitting with our kids, especially when they need mentorship or some level of resource. It's because we have been taught over time that that is just not acceptable or not okay. Yeah. As opposed to your point on how do you? There, there's... It's how do we walk our schools and our churches through the how-to to to create that level of comfort that leads to the partnership that you described. And one thing, you know, we've also done is basically align the leaders of the schools with another leader. Like we would say principal to principal, hey, we've done this at this school. Why don't you get together and talk to that principal so you can understand what our relationship looks like? and how it evolved, how it started, what we're able to do. And then you'll maybe get a sense from someone who is in your world on how this could potentially work for you. And that's been really great as well. And, you know, aligning yourself even with the district. You know, we have created relationships with Fulton County School District, and that's been very beneficial for us to be able to get into the schools and to get the buy-in from principals and educators. So that, that's one thing, one message I want to send to school district leaders. Um, when I was with Fulton County, as an example, when we had, we had these f- things called faith summits, 
Well, eventually we got to the place where a faith summit was um, more than just a, a meeting. It was an, actually an opportunity to engage where one thing we would do is create an example of things happening within our school district. So, for example, uh, Amira and North Point have been on a stage where they will describe mm-hmm. to our principals and other um, pastors, etc., in the room, this is what we do. And then the rest of the meeting is around a table with principals aligned to faith-based leaders within the proximity of their community to begin just to swap ideas and to start sharing around needs to create just that entry point and that safe place where they could talk about nothing other than these are the needs of our kids Mm -hmm. and I wonder what we could do to meet them, which potentially... And what we've seen leads to more focused dialogue and sometimes a true partnership, as you described earlier. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember at one of those summits that you had, um, it was the one where there were principals present for this particular cluster. And uh, that was an opportunity for me to really sit down with multiple um, principals in our community and really understand what their needs were. And from that conversation, you know, we were able to do some unique things for the district as well as um, start a new relationship with the school as well. And so um, I think those types of opportunities where you have the Faith Summit and, and leadership coming together and to see the buy-in you know, from you know, above, from your leadership within your organization, that this kind of relationship is okay to have. I think that speaks volumes to the leaders as well. Right, and then that's something for all school leaders to understand that often it's about doing the, doing the footwork and the homework to knowing what is okay, to provide the guidance, the written guidance, um, actually sometimes even in policy on what is possible and, of course, where that line is because that provides safety. And for our leaders to open the door and create this not just as an invitation, but overall an expectation that we work with our community. And our community is made up of lots of different organizations and people, and it only makes sense and is wise to reach out to large bodies of people who care for our kids. So um, I think it's really impressive, Amira, that North Point has just taken a lead, but in the meantime, you've probably noticed other churches in our area doing the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've definitely seen a few churches um, get involved and um, lean in and align themselves with um, the local church schools in their area. So that's been really good to see. And a lot of them have evolved out of those summits that have been held within the school district. So that's been really nice to see um, the evolution of those relationships as well. So is there anything, Amira, that you think I didn't ask that would be important for us to bring to our listeners? I um, we, we could probably talk all day on this topic. Yeah, we, I know, we've yeah. been talking for an hour prior to this. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, is there anything that, that, that I've forgotten relative to what we're seeing or what's possible, not just here locally, but throughout yeah. the country? I mean, I don't think you necessarily forgot anything, but I would just emphasize that for faith-based organizations to lean in because it's an excellent opportunity to uh, make a difference in your community and And when I say lean in, the relationship or beginning may not be exactly what you have in mind, but if you're willing to be open um, and uh, to the needs of the community and meet meet them where they are, I think that is the win. Well, and then I'll take the other side and um, recommend to school district leaders, principals, to to think about this. If you have 
um, created an intentional distance between you and your local faith-based leaders because of um, because of legal issues around separation of church and state. I want I want to invite you to research it a bit because you can often do more in terms of walking up to the line as opposed to just staying ten feet back from it. And um, I I will tell you and be transparent. I have been threatened with lawsuits in the past relative to this work, and it, and you know, you have to be willing just to take a stand as it relates to the needs of kids and the resources in our community, which is what this conversation is truly about. Yes. So, you know, of course, churches we're asking them to lean in. In the meantime, I'm asking our school leaders to take a risk, do your homework, and think about how you walk up to that line and shake hands over it. So. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank uh, all of you for listening. And more importantly, I want to thank Amira for for being with us today. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's fun. And I thank you for your work in our schools. Um, Once again, I'm Jeff Rose with Leading Education. Take care. listening to Leading Education with Jeff Rose, hosted by Jason Pace and Jeff Rose, and recorded at Serendipity Labs in Alpharetta, Georgia. We are produced and edited by Carson Pace. Our theme music is by Full Year of Panic. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next week.